Welcome to the Built from the Ground Up podcast, where we learn together how to build a home service business from the ground up. We'll learn what not to do, what we should be doing, how much we're going to fail, but ultimately, how to succeed. I'm your host, Justin Neary. Thanks for joining me. All right, we're back with Jasper again. He's here. I don't know, a week or two ago, and we had an awesome discussion. And after that, we thought it would be a good idea to get together a little bit more frequently, but for shorter amounts of time. And Jasper is going to share a lot of uh, information on on really making the number mystery simple. There's there's short things we can do, or, or little things we can do in, in, in steps, and we're going to bring some stuff to everybody that will help you really understand and make some sense of numbers. Because there's a lot of guys that maybe you're, you're moving numbers, you're making a lot of revenue, but how much of it are you keeping, right? So that's the point. So Jasper, um, I'll let you just run away with it. I'm, I'm here as your, your Padawan. I've, I've got my numbers figured out, but I'll probably learn that I'm doing it all wrong. So I'm here as a student too. Well, I wouldn't say you're doing it all wrong. The fact that you're even keeping track of them puts you ahead of the game. There's a number of amazing companies and, and sweeps in our industry that do, they're great technicians that do a good job, but they have zero clue how much money they actually have at the end of the day. And it comes time to pay taxes and they're surprised. And there've been a number of great seminars of people way smarter than me telling you what you need to do to manage your numbers and what to watch for. And it's too much. It's too much to take in at once. Um, I think uh, Ashley Eldridge once said, uh, drinking from a fire hose. So we're just going to start with a small stirring stick, sticks, cool. right? Yeah. The small bites. So, and we also don't want to tie up people's time. So what Justin and I are going to do is we're just going to get together for about 15 minutes every three to four weeks, small little bits to do. And we're all going to work on this together. My numbers are never perfect. Every time I look at them, I find something new. And, you know, the data that you can collect, you can come to multiple conclusions with the same data. So there's people that can sway an argument any way they want by taking the data and mm-hmm. working numbers the way they want to. So this is really, really simple. If you haven't been tracking your numbers and you have no clue because you're just too busy out in the field working, your assignment for the next couple of weeks, all I want you to do are, is track your billable and your non-billable hours. And I want you to track your gross, what you took in absolutely total for all 30 days or 26 days, 24 you worked. And I want you to track what bills you paid. How much, what, what are those checks you wrote for? What is that amount? And that's it. We're just going to start suitable. Um, there's a gentleman I'm working with right now. He's been in business 20 plus years, has zero clue what his numbers are. Um, because it's too, he doesn't know where to start. So we're all going to start at ground zero. And that's it. That's all we want you to do right now for the next three to four weeks. Your billable hours, your non-billable hours, your gross intake, and the bills that you paid. That's it. Pencil and paper. No fancy spreadsheets. No downloading this and moving numbers. <laughs> I got Pencil it in the back of an paper. envelope. <laughs> that's it. So that's it. And we're not going to sit and talk your off for two or three hours at a crack with a whole bunch of stories, but short little 15 minutes at a crack and uh, get to the point and get it done. So what, um, just so that for, for everyone's 
um, info. So like when you say billable and non-billable, well, what I don't bill by the hour. So how do how do how do we how don't, do we determine? I that? don't. Most of us don't bill by the hour. A lot of us are flat rates for our production, and then we pay people commission. But the reason I want you to track the hours you work is, as you know, Justin, as owning your company, you might work 40 hours and then you work another 40 hours or you're in the office and then you go home, you have dinner with the kids and family, and then you go do another four hours of paperwork or mm -hmm. you go work on social media for two or three hours. I want you to actually track the amount of time that you're spending in your business. Now, when you start your business, it's 24-7 you have to do everything you have to hustle you have to work for every penny scratch fight claw do whatever it takes to make the phone ring to get that job done you'll squeeze in extra jobs on nights and weekends you'll work 40 50 hour 50 days straight i've done it i've been there but that's not scalable you can't possibly they get to the point where you can't work more hours to make ends meet and you also need to track what it is that you're doing with your time so that you can try to make it so that you can afford to pay somebody else to do the simple tasks, right? For the longest time, I actually ran four trucks and answered the phones myself still while in a truck. Mm -hmm. I had an office person working full time, but nobody could answer the phones as good as me. So I didn't let them do it. And now the phone rings in the office and I walk away. There's people that can do it better than me. There's people that yeah. might not have the technical and the experience I do in the field working, but they can answer the phones and take care of my customers in a more efficient manner. And that's their job. So um, I want you to track the amount of time that you're actually spending in your business, whether it's uh, in a customer's home or it's driving down the road or it's answering phones or it's after hours book work. Um, and we're not gonna do anything with those numbers quite yet, but we just wanna start by tracking it, that's it. Good. Yeah, that's a good good explanation there. So like there's so many things that we do that are not billable because we're not maybe doing the work. We're not sweeping a chimney for that amount of time or we're not fixing a chimney, but we're doing all this extra work to support the getting to the job. So driving, getting materials, figuring out the, what we need, answering phones, like you said, all that stuff. So that it would be safe to say that all that support work for jobs, for appointments, would then be the non-billable, right? So we're looking to figure Correct. out all the numbers. If we just track it, we don't have to worry about percentages yet. We just want to see how much time we spend doing tests. And maybe, you know, they, we can break it down differently, you know, administrative, whatever. But just so we can have the time, what we're spending our time doing. So would we? Yeah, and go ahead. You know, there was a time where I did all the oil changes on every single one of our trucks. I changed the tires on them myself. I did tons of mechanical work on the vehicles. I don't do much now because I know what my time is worth now. Closer, um, I used to cut the grass at all of our properties. Mm -hmm. I haven't touched a lawnmower in two years. You know, there's all the small things that add up really fast. So I, there's a better use of my time as the company's grown. And if I can hire someone to do it for 10 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour and take it off my plate and I can go back and fry a bigger fish, take on a bigger project, uh, do some coaching to one of my guys, do some sales teaching, um, or just work on these numbers, um, that's more beneficial to the company as a whole. And in the long run, will make my company more valuable when I want to pass it on to somebody. When I want to hire a manager to take over an operation and not have to do it myself, that makes free time that makes it so i can 
I don't know, go on a cruise ship with my 12 year old and, and hike for eight days in the middle of the busy season, you know, which is what I'm doing now. And yeah. <laughs> I could have never, never fathomed five, 10 years ago, um, taking a week off in business season, that's that's nuts. You know, I, I couldn't do that. I had uh, responsibilities. I had to do all this stuff myself. And so there, we're all in different stages of that. And it's uh, a lot of growth has to happen. But first, we have to know the numbers. And there's way too many people. There's a company I'm dealing with right now. They've been in business over 25 years. And they're barely making payroll in December. They are grossing millions. Mm -hmm. Their trucks... Her truck grosses more than every single one of my trucks. Every single one brings in more money. So where's the money going? How are they wasting it? Where's the loss? Where's the disconnect? And as we dig into it, finding it everywhere, finding money just gushing out of orifices all over that business. And so we're plugging up those holes. We're streamlining things. We're getting rid of redundancies. We're um, getting rid of people positions that aren't needed um you know uh, we always say to hire people but it's uh th there's so much once you get into your numbers you can see where you're losing out you can see where things are becoming can be more efficient and so that's what we want to help everyone do yeah th you hit some really good points there there's it took me a while like i'll try to i'll try to address some there's a bunch of good ones i'll probably forget um the the point of like what our time is worth as a business owner, I, I remember, and it's only been a couple of years, I'm only doing this um, for myself with my business for about three and a half years. And I used to try to do everything, you know, it's, I'll do that because it's, I'll save money, I'll save money. But when you real, when you finally figure out the what you're worth, not just what you feel you're worth, but what everyone's worth is per hour or what you have to charge, what you have to be making, it's like, no, I can't spend my time doing that because it's it's we're going to lose money if I do that. Or if I have this person do this thing, we're losing money. It's better off to pay somebody else to do that, the $100, whatever. But it's hard to switch. It's like, oh, it's 100 bucks. I can, I pay a guy whatever per hour. But you've got you've got to fit you got to keep people where they're supposed to be to make the money come in. It's so huge. one of the biggest things that I found in my personal business, Justin, was I would I would take on service calls that were zeros by myself and I would take on the warranty work. I would go like the pilot lights. I would go change those batteries. Mm -hmm. I thought in my head wrongfully that if I took on all the zeros myself, I'm saving the company money. Yeah. And yep. there's a there's a tipping point of when you get to so many trucks and so many technicians where that's not true. Me going and running around all day and bringing back nothing is the dumbest thing I could possibly do <laughs> right. when I can pay somebody else a pretty decent wage to still bring back nothing. And we've also gotten a little bit more careful at charging for things that should be charged for. We can't go to – we have our customers we love and we have our jobs that we love and we love making little old ladies happy in the middle of winter. But a service call is a service call. Right. There, there's things that we have to charge for. There are – you know, in other industries, we don't see that. If you call your plumber every single year to unplug the same toilet every single year, you're paying every single year. It doesn't matter how much he likes you, right? So why in our industry yeah. am I going and changing batteries and opening dampers and lighting pilot lights for the same people every single year and not charging them? Yes, they, they paid me $30,000 to build this fireplace 10 years ago. 
I bet you their cart maintenance isn't free. I bet you their oil changes aren't free. Right. You know, they spend yeah. $30,000 in another industry. They're paying their upkeep every single year. So that's that's all part of it. But again, we're doing exactly what we said we didn't want to do. Yeah, so let's not get into and, it. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, for what, those that are going to follow along with this series, it's super simple. All we want you to do is track your billable and your non-billable hours. Okay. Track what gross revenue is and track how much you paid out. We're just going to start there. And every episode of this series, we're going to dig in a little bit deeper to, and we're going to do it together. We're going to grow. I guarantee you, as I prepare for these, I'm going to find things I don't like. And I guarantee you, I'll actually say things out loud that I contradict things that I've said in the past because mm -hmm. I've learned. Right. And I've grown myself. Yeah. Every day is a school day. That's what I'm finding out every single day. Absolutely. So we're going to take a snapshot. It doesn't matter what your snapshot is. It could be six months. It could be one. It could be a week. It just has to be a time frame that can be recorded and then analyzed. And then you can just keep doing that, right? Every week you could do that. And then you could take snapshots of bigger periods of time. But we're going to try to identify some patterns, some ratios perhaps of billable to non-billable. And that's going to start to help us down the path of really making sense of all of this. Absolutely. There's... And everyone will tell you the same. There's a company in our industry right now with uh, eight trucks out there and almost $6 million in gross that lost money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really easy to not make any money. <laughs> I And I'm in that boat. Like, I we've increased our revenue, right? But we increased our expenses at the same rate. So it's we're no further ahead. It's like, yay, we, we hit the goal. But... At the end of the year, what's left is what's left, and it's not it's not <laughs> what we like. And we can't wait to the end of the year. Right, you, you got to get the end it. of the year. It's too late. You got to get ahead and, of it. Yep. And you, then there's the other argument I see all the time, where people will go back in their history and they're like, "Well, historically, we did this and this and this, and we're this percentage higher and higher and higher." It doesn't matter what you did ten years ago, last year, last week. Mm -hmm. It's today. You can make the change today to stop losing money today. Yep. Don't wait till the end of the fiscal year. Don't wait till the new years to realize that, crap, I, I worked 51 weeks this year and 60 hours a week and I lost money. But that that's ridiculous. Let's figure it out now. Yeah. It's stupid to be in business and lose money. If you do it for a little while and because you don't know, but once you have an opportunity to know, it must be stopped. Losing money, it's not like, well, I invested. I'm investing in the company. Well, there's some truth to that, but but there has to be... There has to be profit and it has to be measurable every snapshot. Like it's like, well, I'll make all my profit at the end of the year. Well, you probably won't by the time you get there because you'll have too many expenses built up. So it, this is good stuff. So we'll keep it short. We all have an assignment. I'm going to – I have my spreadsheets. I have massive spreadsheets and formulas and all my numbers figured out. But I'm going to do it – I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to just write it down on paper. I'm going to track it for real with with my with my brain instead of letting the computers tabulate everything and i'm going to see what comes out and see how much different it is than i think good stuff well everyone's got their homework and uh we'll continue this in a few weeks all right thanks jasper we'll we'll talk no to problem, you again buddy. have a good afternoon or evening bye thanks you too